0: hello everyone and welcome to grief burrito we talk games we talk movies and today we're joined by dave from heroic replicas to talk about some of the most amazing video game weapons and replicas that he has been making and spreading out across the land let's spreading fucking do this. them out spreading them out <laughs> handing them out weapons it's not illegal trust me play the intro <laughs> save me ah okay <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 109 of Grief Burrito. I'm Haz. I'm Jordan. And we hope you enjoyed last week, first of all, when uh, we went through our gaming nostalgia goggles to see whether they actually exist. And uh, thanks to everyone who got involved in all the the Zelda groups and everything, looking back over from Breath of the Wild at Ocarina of Time. And also a shout out to Klaus from Syncify, who is a fellow podcast platform creator. I see you listening to our podcast and we appreciate you. And Now, a little bit of news from us that you can listen to and, well, listen and watch our podcast, all from griefbrito.com, which launched properly last week. It's all on there, it's all ready for you. Jordan, I hope you're appreciating it because you're now an editor on that website as well, whether you like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, today we're joined by the master crafter himself. Dave, (laughs) say hello, man.
1: (laughs) Hello. Uh, Thanks for having me on here.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, dude. Uh, We brought you here today to discuss some absolutely incredible gaming replicas that I I can't remember when I I first came across your stuff. I think it was on some random forum through Reddit, someone sharing awesome things. And Mm -hmm. I came across your Master Sword. And Mm -hmm. I want to give our wonderful and probably well-dressed listeners a bit of background on yourself uh, and the credentials that you have. So could you maybe... Tell them like how you even got into making these incredible replicas that you've been kicking out.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, so my name's David Leferink. Uh I live in the sunny shores of Canada City, in Ontario, southern Ontario, in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a mechanical engineering degree uh, from uh, McMaster University, and uh, I started getting into designing replicas using three uh, D CAD programs like SolidWorks or Solid Edge. Um, at okay. the time I had been out of university for a couple of years, I was working at a uh, steel fabrication plant. Uh, and my job was to do simple CAD designs. Like if somebody would come in with a drawing on a piece of cardboard for like a base plate or something like that. And then I mm-hmm. would draw it up, uh, turn that into a file that the, uh, plasma cutter or the laser cutter could read and then, uh, they'd ship out the parts. So, I'm like, okay, well, I have access to all this steel and all this stuff, and I can buy it for a reasonable price. Uh Uh, So, let's just cut some blades and see what happens. Um, So, the very first replica that I made was a Master Sword, but it's not how I make them now. Um, So, the first one that I made was with a cast resin hilt. So, I did some CAD work on the side for a pattern maker. Uh, a pattern maker is a person who makes um, a wooden form that makes impressions in sand that then goes to a foundry. Okay. Um, so I Rhyme. would I did like a couple hundred bucks worth of work for him, and then he used his C N C mill to mill me out a mold out of a big chunk of wood.
2: Right. So
1: my th- this was like eight or nine years ago. Um, so the very first master sword that I made had res- had a resin hilt made with uh smooth on 325, which is a type of two part plastic. Okay. Uh, and it was the front half and the back half and you glued them together over top of the blade. And then the blade, I like painted silver and for the gold part, I used a little bit of gold leaf and whole, and a really messy job with some nail polish and some <laughs> nice. spray paint. Yeah. Uh, and the hilt I did, I, I learned how to do like a, a leather braid, like you might do on a whip. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so like the first time I made one, I thought, "Yeah, this is all right. I could probably do better the second time around." Mm-hmm. Uh, so I posted it on Reddit, and I got an incredible response. I got like eighteen thousand upvotes and one hundred sixty thousand wow. views on that imager. Oh wow! Uh, and then that was like, "Okay, people seem to like this, so I'm gonna try to make it better the next time." Yeah. Uh, so I did, and then on that one, I actually put it on uh, eBay. Nice. Just on a whim, I started at a dollar. I didn't know what I was doing. You started uh, at a dollar. It started at a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, so
3: I think it's are short selling yeah, yourself slightly. There, but yeah. but you you do
1: uh, All of my eBay auctions have been at a dollar. Actually. Wow. Uh, it's oh, it's wow. kind of like a good luck tradition nowadays.
0: Okay. I'll be looking out for uh, those in the future. <laughs>
1: yeah. So the, you can see the photo. It's the fourth one from the bottom. Uh, in the notes, uh, it's got a, it's in the forest. And it has a black braided ah, yeah. leather handle. Uh, so that yeah. one I went on eBay, and it got purchased by um, one of the staff members of Zelda Universe.
0: Oh, very cool. Uh,
1: okay. And right. he was he was pretty happy with it. Like, uh, and he's like, well, at some point I want to go full bore, and mm-hmm. you can make me a real one that doesn't have a resin handle; that has a metal one. So it took like a couple of years to develop what the approach was going to be. Am I going to do a sand casting? Am I going to machine it? How much is it going to cost? That sort of thing. Uh, And we hemmed and hawed about it, but slowly but surely we came to um, develop a new, better one. Mm -hmm. And that is more or less the same kind of design that I have today. So the, The hilt got changed to a cast bronze hilt. The uh, golden bits, instead of being uh, just plastic, they were um, machined bronze. And like before, I had them uh, just plastic that I painted, and then I changed that to cast pewter that I electroplated gold myself.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, like for for audio listeners of the podcast who can't see the images that we're putting on the video. I can't beat around the bush that these look legit as fuck. Like, it is astounding how high quality these Master Sword blades from Zelda are. Like, you've got two versions of these images that we can see. So you've got a slightly more purple hue and a slightly more blue hue. One it probably aimed at, what, like, Ocarina of Time, one towards Twilight Mm -hmm. Princess and... Which is...
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so the idea is um, uh, I wanted to make a Master Sword that was first... Um uh loyal to the form. yeah. Then loyal to materials and then loyal to practicality. Okay. So, uh if you take the in game polygonal model and you scale it to what the proper length is supposed to be, the blade is actually like an inch thick because you want it to show up in the game. Yeah, it is uh, it's very uh, chunky. You can't sword. have a sword. Yeah. You can't <laughs> have a sword that's an inch thick. Then that's like sixty pounds. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um so instead I made it like closer to three sixteenths of an inch thick. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, the uh, the model has been updated a few times because I first went to a uh, wooden match plate to make the bronze castings. So that was like okay. a, a coarse sand casting. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a big chunk of wood with one half on one side and the other half on the other face. And they take that, they put that inside of a giant press machine with loose sand inside of it on the top and bottom. Yeah. And then it sandwiches down and then takes it apart. You take the wooden thing out and then put the two halves together. That's what a match plate does. Is yeah. It creates a cavity and sand for you to pour in the molten metal. Okay. Um, I had a revision on that because, some, because it got a little bit uh, uh, dropped once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: a little, a little bit, bit a little dropped. bit drunk, like just I'm go- just a, I'm gonna use a that for small
1: nowhere. bit of gravitational impact. <laughs> yeah,
0: gravity got involved slightly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd heard uh, that bronze so it, was hard to work with, I'd, I'd, I'd heard that it can explode in the sand casting molds, right?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, so the the thing <laughs> you're is, just non oh, yeah,
3: it's, it's fine, it's part of the job. <laughs> well,
1: this is this is a really big thing is that my wheelhouse is design uh-huh. and uh. I know that there are people in the world that know how to actually do these things a lot better than me. So uh, it's about me calling up the best person I know to do a job and having them do it for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Networking.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, networking. You, you, If you have a foundry that is literally down the road and your boss is best friends with them, then it's your job to become best friends with them as well. And they'll do some really good work for you. Uh, and you make sure that you pay them for their time because that's a very exactly. important part.
0: It is yes, yes, yes. First and foremost, make sure you pay for the services that you want. Uh, you've also yes. got a. So this is a a dark link version of the master yes. sword as well. Was that because I I just want to say to, to look like you do commission work as well for people. So was the yeah. was the dark link one a commission or was that just something that you wanted to try as well?
1: Um. So the the dark link sword is um. It actually was introduced because there were uh, uh, castings that came out that just weren't any good to use. Um, So in general, if you have a casting, you need to fill up every single one of the pores with uh, a filler, a metal filler, or an Mm -hmm. epoxy, or uh, a method called uh, impregnation, which is where they dunk it in a a tank of resin and then vacuum it so that it enters every single crack like even hairline cracks yeah yeah and that way when we do the powder coat which is the top coat Mm -hmm. um, it won't form uh, as many bubbles okay Um, so the coloring that I use for the shield and the master sword is uh, it's called powder coat it's what you would find on a bicycle or on an automobile Uh, yeah and uh, I chose that because then you get the pearlescent and you can choose a very specific color
0: Right, nice.
1: Um and speaking of color, like uh it's kind of a weird debate what color the Master Sword is. Is it blue? Is it purple? Yeah. Like, a lot of people just say I know it's purple, but people <laughs> say they want blue, and I'm not gonna say no.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah if that's that's what they want. I mean, I yeah. suppose in the game of our creator of time it looks more blue, but if you look in the you know, the manual in the art book, it is more purple. Mm-hmm. Like I completely agree with you there.
1: Uh, I think in the the manual art... Mm-hmm. So, th- there's there's three models with Ocarina of Time. Yeah. There's the comic kind of art in the manual, where it has a bit of a bulb. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's blue. And then there's the... Um, there's what you would find on like the icon screen in the status menu and also what the 3d model is and that's mm. definitely purple yeah but even that design isn't quite what i've made i've made something that's that's certainly like skyward sword breath of the wild style
3: yeah yeah super purple super yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and
1: I do have an upcoming commission for the original Link to the Past style, which is
2: oh, more right.
1: of a silver handle with a red or silver hilt or cross guard hand- with a red handle.
2: On yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's quite a different design as well. It's uh, it's a very mm-hmm. cool one. That, that's one that's never, um, I've never played a Link to the Past all the way through. It's one of the only Zelda games that hasn't captured me, which is weird because I absolutely love all the Zelda games. But that, mm-hmm. that particular one has never, other than the CDI, you know, my boy that we are talking about before, other than Great. those which I've never played <laughs> through. Um,
1: uh, but you've played Link Between Worlds then?
0: I've played most of it. My brother owns that one. So I played it on oh. his 3DS because I, d- I never owned a 3DS either. So I, I got up to mm-hmm. the last dungeon the last on that one, I think.
1: Maybe Listen, where I come from, not owning a console isn't a valid excuse for not playing. A game. You may be right. You may be right. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get on that.
0: Kind of does a fierce place for the console ownership. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, uh, you said you started here then with the Zelda stuff. So, yeah. What is it? Your one of your favorite titles? Is there a particular reason you started there? Or,
1: um, it. I, I mean, in terms of fantasy weapons, the Master Sword is. It's a good combination of iconic. Yeah. And relatively simple. Um, okay. I did eventually make a Buster Sword. I saw that. Like to, yeah. To compare the difference between the Master Sword and the Buster Sword is—it's literally sixty pounds of metal. Like.
3: Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, it seems a bit excessive, doesn't it? Yes.
0: <laughs> Let's. Uh, let. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to ask about that. Like, who who ordered that? And were you like, what the fuck? How am I going to ship this?
1: Uh, it's. <laughs> it always starts with a commission. Like if. If one person is able to make um, to to put in the money to pay for the design work, which is my which is most of my thing, like mine is all design and logistics. Okay. Uh, and uh, I can definitely do some fabrication myself, um, but then like the the separate components, like the welding part of it or the powder coating part of it, um, that gets outsourced. And whenever you do that, you need to do like a small batch. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's why I gravitate towards projects that are um, iconic or popular. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's always like a small batch. It's always like, you know, four or six or something like that. Okay. Um, And and that does help out because like uh, the Buster Sword, um, there was one person who was in Alberta who ordered the first one. And then um, because the design is actually kind of simple, like it's a lot of metal, but because it's that big, and I'm not expecting anybody to swing it. I don't need to like heat treat it or temper it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a cosmetic edge on it. Like the metal is shaped to a point, but it's not like sharp or anything. Okay. Um, I mean, when it weighs so, that
0: much, it doesn't really even need to be that sharp, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah. No. You definitely Just lose drop your toe with someone it, that's if it it. slipped.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's very an impressive piece. It really is very cool. And like above that in the in the chat, any of your listeners who are who are in the uh, the Burrito Family Discord, the one above it is obviously the First Deity Sword from Majora's Mask, which is one of my favorite Zelda games. Mm-hmm. And that's a really interesting piece in that the the metal is obviously. Would, it be, would you call it platted? Is it platted if it's only two?
1: Uh, it's uh, it's aluminum, so it's uh, anodized.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. So. Right. Um, I am starting to move to um, to make things purely out of aluminum now because it's lighter, it's just as strong as steel uh, for the sizes and shapes that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can anodize it. And anytime that you can save a step, uh, like if you can just take the material and then put a coating on it instead of having to paint it yourself, then that saves a day.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all uh, oh, day's wow. work, doesn't it? Yeah, because like that was something I was going to ask when we were talking about the master sword earlier. Is I'll, mm-hmm. you know some of the designs with like Skyward Sword, the 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 blade itself has a blue, almost iridescent hue. And I know that you can you can heat treat steel, can't you, to make it turn blue? Or you can temper it to yeah. a certain temperature. Is that something that you've thought about doing with that, or is?
1: Uh, no, I'd rather just make it uh, shiny and chrome and yeah. as, as close to a mirror finish without obsessing over it cuz like uh, it doesn't matter um how much you work the steel like like or how much you polish the steel you're always going to have like a texture or a grain inside of it right okay um but um yeah it it kind of changing the color of the blade is definitely tricky you'd need mm-hmm. You'd need a very precise process to make that happen. Um, but speaking of coloring the blade, the most recent replica that I made is the Gilded Sword from Majora's Mask.
0: Yes, let's get on to that. So you just literally posted uh, a picture of that into our Discord, didn't you?
1: Yep, yep. I literally uh, put together the first, um, I guess you'd call it a uh, rough assembly, a dry assembly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, a lot of my newer designs have like hidden... Uh, nuts and screws and bolts uh, to keep things together, and then you also pair that with a bunch of epoxy and everything fits together nicely
0: right so talk us through the um, process because the blade is literally like how many parts yeah. is
1: that uh, so the the blade is one large uh golden piece in the middle, which is stainless steel okay that's been uh, electroplated with a gold coating mm-hmm. or um, actually the the precise uh process is called vacuum metallization. Okay. Uh it's what C three PO is coated with. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh and then on top of that, like wedged into the sides of it is another six triangles. And that creates the gilded effect. So you can see that of those triangles, they come off the top of the surface a little bit, but they share the same edge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and those pieces are just steel. Right, so they're regular the steel, okay, yeah, it's a,
0: it's like it you is say a spring just steel. steel
3: yeah. Like it's not a feat <laughs> on its own. Like it's not impressive. Yeah, it is incredibly it's very impressive. impressive. Yeah,
0: it really, really yeah.
1: is. So that steel is spring steel, and it does need to be waxed every once in a while. Uh, but it's uh, it's not sharpened because the edge of the golden part couldn't be sharpened because if you plate something and then sharpen it, or if you sharpen something and then plate it on the very edge, it's, that plating's not going to stick, and then it might peel, or there, there's risk of chipping, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah.
0: And then you obviously can't yeah. sharpen it once it's been gilded, otherwise you just scrape off the surface, don't you?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, there's there's been a bunch of artistic interpretations of what this is supposed to look like, because there's no official render of the gilded sword. Uh, and even, like, in the, um, the 3DS Majora's Mask, uh, update the design of it wasn't really uniform uh, between the graphics and the or between the menu icon and what he's holding in the game yeah that so just sticks that to that
0: game doesn't it that everything's weird and <laughs> makes you feel it easy yeah Sorry yeah for sure what were you gonna say then sorry you said you you hope that what
1: oh i'm i'm hoping that uh people really like this take on it because uh there's a bunch of uh fan made art where the horns get all like Weird and golden and red, but uh, I just wanted the simple silver horn type cross guard on it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a crazy cross guard, isn't it, Jordan?
3: It is actually crazy. It looks like it should be springy. Mentioning spring springs. But <laughs> if you, sorry, that was terrible. It was. Uh, yeah. So if you actually cut around that in Photoshop, you know, like magic wand in mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. I. I if you look at it from far enough away, it does look like it's come from a video game straight up. Mm-hmm. So well, well played on that aspect. It mm-hmm. looks so true to video game that I'm really impressed. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. But what's the what's the most time consuming build you've done? Like I, I'd assume now you're much more kind of uh, efficient yeah, in terms process. of what you're doing, especially now you're working more with um, aluminium. I nearly said aluminum <laughs> aluminum. <then>. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Alum? aluminium. Aluminium. <so> aluminium. What's the <laughs> Uh, Aluminium, yes. Yes. So, what's the most time-consuming build you've done so far? Um,
1: I think that in terms of pure design hours, I put most into the master sword because I've done like three or four revisions. Uh, Okay. The first ones, like the first one, milled out of wood, had the gems integrated into it. The second one made sure that that didn't wasn't the case, because it's really easy to paint one thing one color, but it's really hard to two-tone something or get around. Uh, corners or elbows right uh, with a second co- color yeah um, and then um, there was the redesign where I went to sand casting and most recently uh, from this point onward, all my master swords are machined purely
3: oh, okay, right okay
1: um, so I wanted to didn't I have that photo here do. To do i'm gonna grab one
0: more photo yeah no worries uh, and you've also got the precursor to so the master sword the uh the goddess sword from skyward sword as well yes you?
1: the goddess sword for sure uh so yeah the we've god the goddess sword is sorry go ahead
3: oh sorry i was gonna say we've been talking quite a lot about the zelda side mm, yes but i just want to point out to people that you have done a bunch of other stuff as yeah. well oh yeah so like you said you've done a buster sword um one to me that I, I really want to say one looks like it's from Devil May Cry, but I don't know if that's true.
1: Uh, is it the black one, the the fell blade, or the one with the face on it?
3: The one with the face on it, but I guarantee it's that's not from, from uh, Devil May Cry. Yeah. But it really reminds me of Devil May Cry. I think
1: this is, is this is some obscure knowledge. I don't think anybody would ever guess this one.
3: Is it not? Uh, okay, right. I feel less no, bad. I,
0: it's not Power Rangers. It's the no. I can't remember what it. I I know I've recognized it. Is it from another Japanese series like that? Like Ultraman? It's,
1: it's a it's a super deep cut anime sword. Okay. What was uh, it from? There, super
0: deep
3: cut. There's
1: an anime called Rance and nice. this is the sword Chaos. Uh, is
3: it Rance? Is that the same thing as Rant 0? Or whatever I whatever do not know.
1: Battle I know that Rance has a it has there's a number of tactical games and there's an anime and the anime is exceptionally horny. <laughs> oh, yes, they usually are. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was right. okay. that was a one-off. <laughs> the blade is aluminum, and then the entire face is um, is uh, resin casting from a three D print. Okay, right, okay. Did you
3: did you like? And then there's also the sword from Transistor, and the Infinity Gauntlet, and yep. the guitar from Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask as well. Yeah, yes.
0: I'd love to have a go on that. Shred some tunes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm glad that that uh, worked out the guitar because it was it was touch and go for a bit. So it turns out that my brother uh, is really into making and building and tuning guitars. So I was luckily oh, nice. able to lean on him for his expertise. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when it came to actually doing the art for the guitar, so I had it roughed out, mm-hmm. and that was the easy part because you can do that. I can cat it out and then uh, hand it off to a CNC mill. But uh, when, when it comes to actually sketching out the art, uh, I am terrible at actually drawing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So I did the shotgun approach. I went to Fiverr, and I found like six or seven different artists, and I said, uh, here is a outline of the silhouette. Here's what it should probably look like. Here are your inspirations make me something black and white and then uh here's you know 20 to 40 dollars for your for your trouble
2: cool okay
1: and and all of them got back to me in like two or three days and i picked the best one and that's what the art is and i made sure to include the commercial license in that too
0: very cool yeah always gotta make sure to do that it looks great so like what's the this is obviously going very musical what are the pickups that you used in there
1: uh the the cheapest best ones from china
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> cool. Okay.
1: I did not know yeah, whether you would got uh, like Seymour Duncans or something. Oh no. I mean if somebody wanted something like that, then they would just have to point it out and I'd make it happen.
0: Very cool. Good to know. Good to know, man.
3: It's very much like the university thing in England of like I'd like your cheapest, strongest drink. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, uh... <laughs> it's like I want your cheapest, best thing. Jimbo Jones'
1: cheapest or, It's not Jimbo. <laughs> it's the other guy. Uh, the the one that hilariously doesn't have a name. Uh, in The Simpsons.
3: Oh, which one? Uh, I feel like it'd a yeah, it would be difficult to say if he doesn't have I, a name.
1: Not, not Dorf, the the one who's almost bald, the punk that's almost bald, that hangs out with Jimbo Jones and Dorf.
2: Oh.
3: Or Dolph. I want to say Kearney, but it's probably. Is it Kearney? He doesn't have a name.
1: It's, uh, well, I don't know. The name is Polish. <laughs>
3: We're going to figure this
1: out.
0: Okay, we'll do it. Be live on the show.
3: It's one of the bullies, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Si- uh, all right. Simpsons bully yeah, names. So you can get it
3: first. Simpsons
0: bully names. Do, do, do. I've got Simpsons. Dolph. Uh, Kearney. Yeah, Kearney. 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 Kearney's. Jimbo.
3: Kearney's a yeah. the twitch. There you go. Now we all know. Is that what I said? I don't yeah, remember. <laughs> I
0: think you did say that, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Kearney, <laughs> G-switch. I, I was like,
1: Jeez oh. Witch. Yeah. And that's spelled Jeez witch <laughs> I hope that's a real name with four Z's in. Four, yes.
0: Also, you said Z, didn't I you? That'd be worth a lot you. in
3: Scrabble. Yes,
1: I zit. It's it, One of my favorite bands of all time is ZZ Top.
0: Ah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Z Top. Everybody's crazy about that sharp-dressed man. I actually, I love ZZ Top. They're so good. I uh, managed to see them live once, and they were so cool live. Have you ever seen them, Jordan?
3: Uh, no, I've, I'm aware of sharp-dressed man, and that yeah. is it. I got told I looked like ZZ Top because I had a massive beard during lockdown. Yeah, he's just mm-hmm. shaved his beard. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Twi- twice by two people. I was like, how dare you? What did you expect? Like, hey, up, ZZ Top. It's like people always call me Jesus. It's like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you think of that joke yeah. just now? yep Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I went to pick, mate. I went to pick up something to, to do with the house. I literally drove up to the place, went to collect it, and the guy was like, "You're right, ZZ top." I was like, "Come, Come on, on, mate! <laughs> I was like, Don't don't do me yeah. like that. I'm just picking up taps. <laughs> Come on, up taps." Thank you, <laughs> I was.
0: Mate, thank you, uh, I got a question I for know. you, Dave, that I want to know about, and it's sure. like it's burning right in my soul. Did you own replicas beforehand?
1: Uh, no. Um, yeah, my, my game collecting was not limited. Um, Mm -hmm. so there was, uh, I wanted to have, um, the games that I really liked. I had a, I have a large steam library. Um, I had a pretty good (laughs) collection of all the consoles, like a, I, after moving across the country and then back again, I was in Ontario, I moved to BC, moved back. Right. I lost a bunch of stuff because I sold a bunch of stuff and then I wanted to slowly build that back up. Uh but uh, back in 2016, I actually uh had a had a burglary. Oh shit. Uh Oh no. Uh so it was it was no good. Um I was in the hospital for like a weekend. Yeah. And uh while I was gone, my house got completely cleared out and that was everything that was my um that was my all my video games since i was uh 12 like oh no way uh my computer my tv um i had a wii connected to the tv i had a second wii in the closet and that was stolen too um the it might have been um a a friend of an old roommate or something like that. Uh, I don't know if they ever caught the guy. I don't know if they ever got any evidence. But luckily I had renter's insurance, so they made me whole again. So uh, that's in the past, but it's kind of reframed my collection um, kind of uh, priorities. Yeah, I can imagine. So, So I have my... Uh, Steam account and I have the modern consoles I've been loving uh Xbox uh Game Pass it's
0: great isn't it yeah that's what I'm all about yeah. at the moment
1: uh and I I bought into that for a couple years too so like back when they you could do the gold to normal conversion um
3: <laughs> did you get like 3 years or something like that yeah. for like a few pounds yeah
1: exactly so uh, uh in Costco they had a deal where you could buy a year for 10 bucks off and then every time you did that and then enabled auto renew, they added an extra year. So I bought two and a half years with plus another three months uh, and then did a straight conversion from gold to uh, Game Pass. And so now I'm paid up until middle of next year. So Brilliant. good to go Look there.
3: Look at that. That's planning ahead. <laughs> I know. Free game. I know a few people that have done it as well. I'm kind of jealous I didn't.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, are you on Game Pass Ultimate, Jordan, on the PC?
3: No, I had it for a month or two, and I was like, this is really not worth it, because I don't want to play any of these games. Oh, really? There's loads uh, of good and stuff then on there, I then. think the, the only thing I played was Sea for a little bit, but the rest of it, I was like, I already own the majority of the games I want. Anything I want, I just kind of buy. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's fair enough. I was actually playing Sea of Thieves yesterday. It's,
3: it kind of stacks up, I suppose. Yeah, it, it's okay. It just, mm. It's just a bit samey, personally. But yeah, it's got a we're lot better. Here to talk about Sea of Thieves. No, I know,
0: I know. Well, you never know, Dave might want to make a metal pirate ship to sail around in or one of the swords from Sea of Thieves. Have you ever thought about doing that, Dave?
3: That'd be pretty cool. Uh,
1: I know that um uh Harrison over at Volpen Props, he made a keg. I'm pretty sure that was like a um Oh cool. A, a expo kind of uh display type thing. Right, right. So oh, okay. are you
0: friendly with other like do you know other quite a few other prop makers then?
1: Uh I mean like I learned, like anybody else, by watching those early Volpin Props videos. And oh. one day he decided to follow me on Twitter. I'm like, did I just did I just make it? <laughs> I've ascended. <laughs> did what? Who 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 am I? Who am I now? Um, what does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> what are we fighting for? Um, yeah, uh, it's a pretty good time. Uh, sorry, I got a doorbell here. I'll be right back. Yeah, no worries, man.
0: No worries. I, I'm feeling weird about YouTube recently, though. It's done that thing again where it keeps suggesting me nothing that I'm interested in, and it keeps suggesting the same things.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Or I watch one thing that I'm kind of vaguely interested in one day, and then that's all And then all it's like, hey, you might like for. all of this stuff. <laughs> it's it's like Amazon, when it's like you buy a toilet seat, and everything that it suggests to you from that point on is a toilet seat. It's like, I'm not collecting them. I needed one. Just one is fine. Yeah, just one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You might have one of those really fancy toilet seats. Like, oh, we actually... This has come up before, those Japanese toilet seats. Did you order one yet? Have you yeah, got one, Dave? No, i no, not ordered
2: one.
3: <laughs> I don't know if I just want the full unit, though. You know? The absolute unit.
0: The big, chunky tank I toilet.
3: What mm-hmm. Well, I'll just get the entire thing. <laughs> For some reason, my brain immediately went to a toilet that is a tank. I yeah, don't know why. Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Have you yeah, seen those? D- Dave, know. have you seen those? those? crazy job I don't mean, have you ever been to japan have you seen the toilets they've got there i
1: uh no i've never been to japan but i do know what you're talking about yeah um, technically to all say. toilets do have tanks
3: they
0: do
1: yes they have back yeah. tanks. Yeah. yes
3: yes I'm, th- I'm thinking more like a, a sherman tank yeah where you sit on it dave <laughs> i have so a commission you a for can it you, drives you around. can you build me a
1: sherman <laughs> tank toilet <laughs> uh, sh- sure man
3: oh, nice oh. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> so uh, t- to bring uh, things back around to yeah. uh, my ga- to gaming and game collections, yes, what just arrived was a Analog Super NT.
2: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: which is a um, uh, high end Super Nintendo kind of uh, clone console made by Analog. Uh, yeah, they make great. They make great stuff. They do.
0: Yes, okay. they. They're the I think guys we talking about that the other day, yeah, right? Yeah, we had uh, Retro Dodo on. Have you seen his channel at all? Nope. No, uh, definitely a channel worth checking out. He gets hold of all these uh, like replica consoles that emulate absolutely every console under the sun. Uh, we were talking mm-hmm. about the Analog Pocket. Is it Analog Pocket 2? Yes. Is it the Pocket 2? Uh,
1: no, one? the, I the so. Pocket 1. Um, yeah, one. I, I have that pre-ordered and they delayed that into uh, uh, October, I think.
0: Oh, right. You actually managed to get a pre-order though. I know a lot of people struggle to even get yeah. one of those.
1: Yeah, I've had stupid good luck with getting stuff from them, but uh, I knew uh, the Super NT was arriving today, and that's why I did not want to miss the door.
0: Yeah, I do not blame you, don't worry, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> no,
3: it's fine.
0: I, I feel like the gaming well, gods they're are they're smiling just on being you. Like
3: just yeah. like, yeah. hey, I'd really like to pre-order one of these. How would you like a Master Sword? <laughs> I will <laughs> trade you. <laughs> Have you ever bribed yeah, anyone with uh, a weapon?
0: And I don't mean bribe as in threaten. I mean like, yeah. Well, well,
3: that's I was gonna say. Yeah, if you offer someone like, how about a master sword? And they're just like, oh my god, in <laughs> they the gut. Think you're gonna kill them. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: um, you guys, uh, I I thought that this was common knowledge, but I do the grand prize for games done quick every year. Oh wow, I didn't know what? that. Yeah. So, what? So, uh, have you watched a games done quick? Quick in the last like six games done quick? No, no.
3: Well, I tend to watch specific games, but I've never seen, like, the full spectacle. Uh,
1: So, uh, Games Done Quick, uh, for those who don't know, Mm -hmm. is a biannual online charity uh, streaming event that's a week long that does Mm speedruns. They raise money for Doctors Without Borders and prevent cancer, typically. Uh, There's one in January and then one in the summer. And uh, for the past couple of years, on each of those events, I've furnished the grand prize. Uh, wow. So if you donate a certain amount of money over the course of the event, then you get entered for the draw. Uh, previous winners have gotten a Master Sword or Hylian Shield or the zorgatar. Guitar. Uh, and this year, or this one for the summer event, I'm doing the same thing, where Amazing. you can get uh, almost anything that's in my portfolio of your choice.
3: Wow, that's Holy cool, dude. Christ. That is awesome. That is and amazing. it's for such a good cause as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Honestly. Uh, yeah.
1: And they've been great to work with and uh I'm uh, like the day that I was showed them my stuff in an email and they said, "Yes, this is going to be the grand prize." I just took a moment. I'm like, yeah. "Oh shit." <laughs> I did what, what what is my life? What is happening? Am I? What is, is am this? Am I?
0: <laughs> Well, uh, that's amazing, wow. man. I don't even know how I, that so. didn't even come up when i was looking at it cuz i have seen yeah, games on yeah. quick stuff
2: mhm
1: and
3: uh oh, wow. that's blown my mind yeah same yeah uh
1: and it's it's kind of weird cuz it's a weird it's a week long event mm-hmm. and my thing is on the screen every like 5 minutes and they mention it by name whenever there's a prize segment um but the only time i get traffic driven to my website is when they say heroicreplicas.com and that's the magic key to unlock it and then my website crashes
3: Every time. Every time.
1: Well, uh, this year I upgraded to Squarespace. Ah, so Uh, it crashes. They promised that it wouldn't. Um, uh, We'll see.
0: Well, fingers crossed. Let's hope you You get loads of orders.
3: Going through to to Squarespace, just like, look, uh, (laughs) twice a year my website goes down because I'm incredibly popular at making (laughs) sauce and this event comes on. Can you promise me this isn't going to go down? (laughs)
1: Yeah, and it, it got to the point where it was like, okay, I have a month until the next event. Let's get my current host on the line and see what they can do. And they're like, yeah, no, we can't do nothing. What do you want? Um Aspects. So change, <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah. we changed well, the you. hosting just and leave. Get, get going on it. Uh, so I'm starting to do some smaller trinkets as well on my site. So uh, if you want something uh, like one of these um, high-end replicas... Uh, for for reference, uh, they're between like fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they get a little bit more if it's more extravagant. Um, but yeah. I'm also doing some smaller things, like I have a coin from Hades and I have a pendant from Stardew Valley, the mermaid's pendant, the the thing that you yeah. propose with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and those are on my smaller merch store.
0: Okay. And um, what what sort of prices are these then? If you
1: don't mind me asking. Uh, the coin is like ten bucks a pop, and the pendant is like one hundred and twenty-five bucks.
0: Oh, nice! Oh, wow! Yeah, I mean they're like great gifts, aren't they? As well, like they're. I actually, yeah. I, I, don't, I oh, yeah, I'm not playing Hades yet. I didn't recognize the coin, but that, I thought they were cool right away. I was like, ooh, I can have those around mm-hmm. the house. <laughs> <laughs> just knocking around. Yeah, just knocking around. You can pay the yeah. milkman with it if you want to give him a tip.
1: You know, <laughs> you can get a, get a stack of five for forty bucks. There you go.
3: Not buts. Stack at it all. up,
1: bargain. Get the little
0: discounts. Yeah. So
3: with the sword from transistor then.
1: So, so the the sword from transistor was a one off commission. Uh, it yeah. was um I think it was like one of the first real commissions that I had. Um like the the order of things that I made was the Master Sword and then the Infinity Gauntlet and then the Transistor. So it was the third thing I ever really made.
3: Right. Okay.
1: Um so looking at the photo, it looks pretty good, but when you look it up close or look at it from a different angle, uh, it's really not my best work. Um, okay. So I, I did put a lot of time and effort into it, and the guy was very ecstatic uh, with the photos. But when he received it, he wasn't very happy. Uh, and I, I do do my best to solve issues like that. But it's mm-hmm. a really hard situation. Um, in general... If you are yeah. not happy, then I will replace it with a new one, and that goes with almost any of my replicas uh, nowadays. Uh, but if you do the nuclear option and contact PayPal and say, hey, this guy sold me something, I want to shut it down, I want to say, nope, the invoice says sales final, and right. uh, have a good one.
2: You know?
0: Yeah, no, that's right, understandable. Like you, you go about it in the correct way with customer service, don't you? Like there's no reason to go straight to paypal and start complaining that with that kind of stuff as long as yeah. you know yeah you like you come across as a perfectly reasonable person like like you obviously yeah. supply a good what? service and you know what you're doing
1: why thank you yeah no, no worries yeah. man <laughs> yeah.
3: it's uh, uh it's an impressive looking thing though like even down to if the person wasn't massively happy with it when you're looking at the pictures and stuff there's it's quite intricate. Like you can see the light coming through it, the different yeah. metal types. That, that, how long did that take?
1: Oh, that took like, I'd say two months or, or so. Wow. Like, um, it's all weekends and evenings type thing. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so everything I've made up until last month, uh, I was also making with a full time job. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, and I got laid off last month, this time last month.
2: Right. Uh, okay. So, Right.
1: Uh but you know the next job's just around the corner. It's not yeah, a big yeah. deal. And and I got a little bit of time to work on my website and uh, wrap up some projects and stuff like that.
0: Very cool. I mean like is there anything here like and thinking as from a, from an artistic point of view there's there's obviously when people approach you with a project and on your website you do state like you know let's do something cool if you've got an idea let's talk about it. Is there mm-hmm. anything that you've been approached with that you've just been like oh my god that is insanely difficult like one of the pieces that i'm looking at is like the is it the zora trident you've got from breath of the
1: wild yeah that's a that's a really high-end one um it's it's scaled down a little bit so that it can fit inside of a standard shipping box and it's going to be made out of sections okay um but that isn't too uh extravagant like even compared to like the fierce deity sword really um so the the, that's surprising yeah yeah um, because like, it's, yeah, the, the most complicated thing I've ever asked a quote on is like the sort of Astorius. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. The, the one that the wolf wields in, uh, Artorius
3: from Dark right, Souls. Sword sword of Artorius. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And, you know, if you want to do that right, it's going to ship in a crate. It's going to be like 70 pounds. Like, unless you want to scale yeah. it down. And I'm like, well, it's five grand, something like that.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did see someone Another make one of those. like, Oh.
1: Yes, yeah, I saw one. It was on the expo floor, and people were having a hard time lifting it.
0: Yeah, I saw. I saw people trying to pick it up because it's a it's a it's a heavy Is that the body.
3: Man at Arms Reforged group that do those, isn't it? I think it was. I think the yeah. YouTube channel have seen a few mm-hmm. videos of where they hand forge all the stuff. Yeah, they were sponsored which is by insane to me
0: by uh, Namco, I think, to do it. Mm-hmm. I remember correctly.
3: Insane. I was going to ask you what kind of smith you are. Are you like an Andre? Smith from yeah. Dark Souls, or like
1: I—I <laughs> I am not you know, a
3: Smith. Will Smith, I know. And then you <laughs> start talking about your methods. Yeah, test, tested Will Smith. I forgot, yeah. I, could, I couldn't ch- like remember any other Smith names, so I was like Will Smith. Nice <laughs> <Close laughs> enough. Um, but and then you mentioned your methods, and I was like, oh, I can't really ask that anymore. it's yeah. <laughs> like right. damn. <laughs> I missed out on a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I missed out on the Will Smith joke. Yeah. But I managed to get it in yeah, there. I used
0: to do in there. Right. Ugh. Yeah, so is yeah, there anything that's uh, been so complicated you've been asked?
1: Um, it, I think the most recent one, because of the Smash announcement, was, be, would be um, the um, the new Xenoblade weapons, the sword uh, and the shield.
0: I don't think I've actually even seen those. Is that, is that the, I
3: no idea the one that, that you Mithra's
1: sword. Mithra's sword. Xenoblade uh,
3: Mithra's sword. Let me have a look. Yeah, that's Holy Christ.
1: You look at it, you don't really know what the materials are made out of, and it's all convex shapes, and it looks like if you made it out of foam, you could probably knock it out in a month, Damn. Um, but uh, I think my speciality comes in like steel and aluminum and, and stuff like that. Yeah, it looks like yeah, a that Gundam. It does
3: seem incredibly strange. <laughs> yes. She's wearing a very short skirt. Anime! That's all I say on that subject. Anime! <laughs> yeah. Anime! Yeah. Anime!
0: The excuse for all first on the internet.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I I plan to come out this month I should have on my Twitter Mm -hmm. uh, at Heroic Replicas um, more photos of Ike's Ragnall so Ike from Fire Emblem he has a sword that's almost as tall as he is uh, with a large golden blade and I have the parts to put that together uh, probably early next month uh, that one was a slightly different approach because instead of a steel blade, I did an aluminum blade so that I could just anodize the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's anodized gold, so it it has that kind of um, worn, kind of cloudy gold look that uh, matches the art.
0: Yeah, because I've, yeah. I've seen him in Smash Brothers. It's, it's, him and, well, it's him and Roy and Marth and there's someone else now as well in Smash, isn't there, from... Uh,
1: Lucina, know? Robin, and um, the new one and also another one.
0: God, they're really spying it. It's funny, like, I've never even played a fire emblem game.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: there's a fire emblem. Oh, oh I'm on
1: fire.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's just my mother in law cooking. We'll pause for a second.
3: Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go, no, that's
1: just my mother in law. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sword has quite a bulbous tip if you Google it. Yes, it does indeed.
2: Yes. Sharks like right. to be a big fan. They would if be. Your friends of fan. ours
3: have a. <laughs> have a podcast that's a bit disgusting in ways like that. Yeah, yeah. I might send it to him. But like, is this your kind of sword? Yeah, I'm sure they'll be all over that.
1: So, yeah. Uh other planned replicas, um a um Evoker from Persona 3, the pistol.
0: Yes. I okay. Saw that. Nice.
1: Um so I have I think I have I might I'm missing like one or two components for it, but uh it is designed to um the the uh, the slide does pull out and then that primes the mechanism that's a slug in the middle of it where if you pull the trigger it will slam forward.
0: Nice. I was uh, going to say it looks like it's got the mechanical trigger in it. Do you, it? Yes. W- with it being a firearm, is there anything that you have to like? Any guidelines you have to go by?
1: Uh, it's it's not a firearm because it does not shoot anything. Okay. Um, the the thing about guns is that the thing that i have designed as it is versus a nerf weapon mm-hmm. uh it would take about the same amount of effort for it to receive a uh cartridge and be able to fire a bullet
3: okay um, are you gonna make
1: it like, Nerf compatible no Damn it, uh, <laughs> no the the uh nozzle is too small for that yeah but okay. the um yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a kind of weird mailing out the first one, but we're going to see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it doesn't get scanned at the post office.
1: Well, even if it does, it's like I'd, I put some documentation in there and look at my local... <laughs> what are you doing opening I, my
3: yeah. package? How dare you? <laughs> people open packages all
1: the time. Uh, yeah, so like... Uh, making swords i it it would do me a little bit of good to look up the proper laws and whatnot for swords and Mm -hmm. and legality and in most places uh, a sword is fine but something that is easily accessible and a blade is a is a big no-no uh so if you have a switchblade with a spring or like a hidden blade or a push blade, or something like that then that's prohibited and you'll have a really hard time trying to get that past customs if they scan it um but, like, the the factoid is that if you have a hidden sword in a cane, it's uh-huh. only illegal if the blade is shorter than 12 inches.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, sure. you... So you could have a 14-inch blade inside of a cane and it's legal?
1: Yes. Because the idea is that a short blade is something that you can get easily if you're in, like, a fight or a scrap. And that will cause harm that doesn't need to happen. But if you right. have something that is technically hard to wield, then people either see you coming or will have time to get away or won't do as much damage because you have to, like, take a minute to use it.
0: Right, okay. It'd
3: be better if, if instead of guns, everyone had swords. Yeah. You could just, Ugh. like, have at the instead <laughs> of hung up. Yeah. We, I, I, well, I think
1: yeah. the cooler thing would be what if everybody bought swords and then put them on their wall.
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> this is my conversation piece. Yes. yes. Sort, this is my 60 pound buster blade. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. <laughs> when Just I get, carrying it, like dragging it to yeah. the bus stop to try and get on the bus. This is my concealed carry. <laughs> <laughs> massive buster. It's not start. very concealed. Yeah. What? No, also not a, if, it's under a massive blanket. <laughs> He's <yeah>. dragging around <laughs> with him.
1: If I happen to be wrong, I want some comments in the comment section, and I mm-hmm. want you to start with, um, actually.
3: Um,
0: actually, yeah. I'm sure um, they will let um, you know. Actually. I'll
3: have you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice. isn't it that you can buy swords and stuff in England, because it counts as cutlery for some reason, as long as it's not a lock back knife, or something like that.
0: Yeah, I managed to get a sword through a restaurant by slicing a pizza with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wasn't sure if you were taking the piss then. I w- I was <laughs> indeed taking
0: the piss, John. I could tell by your like the well, silence genu- you were it, like hmm. it
3: genuinely seems like something you would do, Harrison. That's the only yeah. reason I'm saying it. Yeah, but yeah, I I used to I yeah, you can get I was I remember looking online years ago and you can just order like claymores and stuff. Not yeah. like the the mines that yeah. like shoot at like not the steel ball uh, anti-personnel mines yeah but the like swords you're allowed to just have them because you know whatever you're just not allowed to carry them around like you're yeah. not allowed to carry a butcher's knife around
0: no you're not no no i mean when you when it comes to making the next sort of things is there any items that you you want to make dave going forward like i was looking at some mm-hmm. other replicas online the past few days and i found uh because last week as, as i said we were talking about like nostalgia in gaming and we were talking about Star Fox for the N64, and I found some mm-hmm. replicas of the R-wing, but they're like 3D printed mm-hmm. plastic. Like to have a fully metal R-wing, I I would be well in for that. Like serious mm-hmm. times.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you definitely purchased Starlink for the Switch then?
0: No, because I I don't know why what? I didn't. I don't know why I didn't get what? it. What? I don't know.
1: What?
3: I don't know. It was it was God literally Harrison, fifteen dollars a couple a months a ago. Ban.
0: I know, I know, but all uh, the Star Fox games went really bad and I was like, I don't know if it's gonna be any good or not.
1: See, this is this is a really big thing about making stuff. Like you'll have people who are like, Oh, you should you should make this or it would be cool to have this but it's like, Okay, here is the thing. It's made, it's in front of you, it costs five dollars. I know, but it's not are a metal guy's it?
0: collectible. Like I'd I'd want like a proper cool thing, <laughs> th- you know. A plastic collectible is great. It's really cool, like, you know, having, like, a cool Samus yeah. figure from Metroid, but to have, like, a metal Samus helmet, like, mm-hmm. that would be cool. Like, I know that yes. First for Figures made one recently, didn't they? They made a new one from Metroid Prime 1 that, like, lights up the visor and stuff. But again, it's made of plastic and it's resin. To have something uh It's like the metal is T-51B
3: awesome. helmet from the Fallout thing. Yeah, that you got. It's just not great. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that's depressing and it cost a lot of money. Was the Doom one any good? Did either of you try out the Doom helmet? No,
0: no, I've never had a
1: chance to see one in person. Uh, well, I, I haven't seen the Doom helmet. Um, oh. Okay. But, like, speaking of official merchandise, like, at some point, I think that's the end game for me. Okay. Um, like, I, I've built up my portfolio and I think I'm pretty good at putting stuff together. Uh, and I actually do have a contract. Uh, to make some official official gaming merchandise.
0: Oh, wow. Very cool. Are you allowed to tell uh, us who for yet? Uh,
1: yes. Um, so it's through uh, Coffee Stain Studios and right. specifically Satisfactory.
2: Very oh, cool. Wow. Really? Yeah. Ryan,
1: so I, have a, I have a contract with them that I can make replicas and props, and then I give them one and they approve it, and then I can sell it officially licensed. And there's a couple that's more sick. details in there, but. That's, uh, that's more or less it. So I'm going to give that a shot.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, well, I, I nice. hope you all the luck in the world with it. I know that Shark Select had one of the devs on recently from, I don't know who it was they had on. That's so mm-hmm. cool, though. That's, that's like, that's like that it hit another yeah, level of right. making it.
1: Yeah. And then I got the signed contract back, and I took a moment. I'm like, what is, what is my life? <laughs> what is my, this episode
0: has to be called What is My Life? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, That's so but cool. But in a good way
0: yeah yeah like what are you going to make? have you got have you got designs? Ready uh, yeah to
1: go? uh, current plan is the xeno basher, which is the main melee weapon. Yeah yeah uh, I have I have the parts I have the design done the parts are machined. I have a couple more smaller parts that I need to 3D print because there's there's enough uh, bits and bobs on it that 3D printing is the way to go for it. Okay um, but the current plan is lights and sound. Uh, which is something that i haven't i i I have a little bit of experience with but um you know one step at a time
0: yeah yeah well when you start incorporating light and silence and stuff like that it's it falls into like have you seen any of those replica lightsabers that people make like saber forge and is it ultra sabers and stuff
1: those people are crazy
0: that they are so crazy they love that shit (laughs) I, i actually have one of the licensed kylo ren ones over here somewhere um and I got it just because I thought it was like, it just looked cool. I saw it online, it was reduced, and I was like, I'm going to have one of those. And it is pretty decent. <laughs> this like, is mine now. This is mine now. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, they're, they're very cool, but I, the ones that they make through the other companies, like the, the, custom, the custom shop ones, they go into some serious detail about what is in there with the different sound fonts and like, depending which way the blade's tilted, it'll do different things and you can scrape it across the ground and it makes like burning sounds and i don't even know how they program half of that stuff what are you thinking of doing with the sounds in yours is it, is it going to be just like that like when it hits the, oh no i suppose not when it hits things but
1: yeah uh so i'm when, going to invent yeah. gently i'm going to invent a button that isn't there and then when you press it it's going to go oh, and nice. that's about it i yeah. think well, um, nice, if that's I want, yeah if I wanted to get super fancy with it, I could make it like cycle through a couple different sounds. But uh, with the chip that I have that I'm working with, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to get it working first. We'll, yeah, we'll start there.
0: Get a test, and then you can be the fanciest man you want, Dave. Down in the down in the future, yes. you can get all the different sounds that you like in there. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, and it has a it has a light down the middle. It has like a it's three struts and then mm-hmm. a tube in the center, and the tube has an EL wire, and that lights up.
0: Very nice, very cool. Awesome. I was looking at so. some other lighting up props today. I uh, I found um, it was a company called the Wand Company, and I remember seeing this a, a while back. And they they've made a Pokeball. I don't know if you've seen this, Jordan, but you might be very interested. It's like a hundred pound oh, zinc cast Pokeball. Right. And it comes in a little box, and when you open it, the box like brings the Pokeball up, so it like raises the surface of it and when your hand goes near it it's got a motion well it's got um, a proximity detector and a touch sensor so it starts to light up as your hand comes towards it and then as you touch it it lights up properly and makes the sound when you pick it up it's so cool i i i'm very tempted i don't think tempted. it's
1: 100 pounds but it's probably like like 6 or 7
0: uh, i mean in you ah. I know what you're oh, talking about. Oh, the money <laughs> in the money, the currency, in the currency. Uh, <laughs> you get me now. I did day. wonder
3: out. I was like, I was like, six or seven hundred. That doesn't sound right. That sounds Wait very expensive. <laughs> I've been duped. i right. <laughs> Okay,
2: been duped. so
1: you you have you have uh, a one hundred monies pokeball, and it doesn't open, right? It
0: doesn't. That's my only qualm. It doesn't. I've got it qualms. Doesn't open. And it's got a. It's like it's not metal all the way through. It says it's like, it's yeah. yeah, Like if you're going to be doing it, I'd like it to open and have like the mirrors inside or something. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: it it opens magically. Like I, I have had a request for pokeball, uh, design and you know, you look at the reference, it, it opens on a feather hinge. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you look at what they do for the toys or like the burger king pokeball. And they put in, you know, three, uh, um, stiffeners for reinforcement and a spring in there. Yeah, uh, and it looks bulky and stupid, but it's the only way you can actually make it work. Yes, yeah. Uh, yes. Unless you design it so it doesn't work, and then you charge a hundred money units for it.
0: One hundred money <laughs> units, and there's one that's going to be more expensive because they've just made a master ball version that is limited to five thousand I... units. I think
3: I did just mm. see that, and that yeah. is like three hundred and twenty-eight pounds. Ouch. For a ball that doesn't open, Which, it does literally nothing. <laughs> and I can't throw it. And it's got the bulbousy, like, the only way I can describe it is like boobs on it on the top. <laughs> the little red nips know, like, on the, the top. Yeah. 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 That's what
1: the master ball looks like.
3: Yeah. And uh, then it doesn't look like it should fit in the box because of them. Because it wouldn't. Uh, I'm it confused. moves why down. Would the, a, the surface why would moves down when you pay? close the box. Oh, mm. uh, I we'll see. Why like, would people pay that amount of money for that? I'd like, fair play if you want uh, to, but it's like... Yeah. Just, people, yeah. People buy the things that they like. Yeah, I kind of yeah, want that's to. Uh, that's the
0: annoying thing.
2: I kind of yeah. want to buy one. <laughs> uh,
1: so, the Master Ball is best known for having a 100% catch rate. It is. Um, yeah. And the truth is that this Master Ball also has a 100% catch rate, except there happens to be no real-world Pokémon. Yeah. Uh, Damn it. So, Darn. that's the that's how they get you that's how they get you that's the stipulation (laughs) it's in the small print
0: underneath damn (laughs)
3: I've been fooled again I've been had what if someone did make a Pokemon like next week do you know what I mean what if someone genetically made a Pokemon and they were like this is for all intents and purposes a Pokemon do you think they'd have to update their terms and conditions (laughs) to just be like son of a bitch We're just mm. like, right, we've going we're going to have to recall these or give people refunds because it actually does not catch pokemon. Yeah.
1: A- like anecdotically, so I have the the Stardew Valley mermaid's pendant yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in my shop mm-hmm. on heroicreplicas.com. Nice. Um I did in fact use one to propose to my own girlfriend, who oh, is now my fiance. That is beautiful.
0: Aww. Even better that she yeah. said yes. It would be a yes. real like hit to the heart and to the business if she said no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so it it's guaranteed to work every time. Sample size of one. There you go. It's basically uh, the master and ball I, in
0: necklace form.
1: Yeah, and I I have gotten some feedback saying thank you very much. We appreciate uh, having you be a part of our special day. Uh, a a number of master swords I've uh, completed have been like for cutting a wedding cake that sort of thing.
3: Ah, that's awesome! I saw someone. I saw someone yeah. cut a wedding cake with a, a Viking like two handed axe. Uh, uh, like a messy. year ago that was interesting did they take a swing
0: yeah. or did they do it slowly
3: well the picture makes it look like they took a swing but no they did it very <laughs> carefully and then I had to wander around a massive like massive country estate like trying to find somewhere to clean it and store it <laughs> after it was done I was like do you want me to take that because you've got to do your first dance in like 30 seconds yeah, you, you can't dance with the, well you
0: could dance with an axe I suppose but yeah. I was this Dave is was this Dave by any happy? chance
3: it wasn't Dave. No, it wasn't oh, Dave. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say
0: I, don't, I wasn't sure whether he was married or not. I couldn't remember.
3: hmm Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we're coming up on an hour from this episode, so we have like screamed mm-hmm. up through this very, very quickly. This is absolutely flown by, Dave. So thank you very much mm-hmm. for coming on. Is there? Oh, thank you for having me. No, no worries. Yet. Welcome back any time. Do you oh, want great. to plug your site one more time for anyone who didn't hear about HairReplicas.com? Oh, for sure.
1: Uh, My name's Dave. I have a little website called Mm -hmm. HeroicReplicas.com. We make custom replicas and props, uh, high-end, specializing in all-metal creations. Uh, We are open for commissions. Commissions for 2021 are filling up pretty quickly. Uh, We also have a little shop if you like little trinkets. Uh, And if you want to see more of our work, you can visit me on the Instagram at HeroicReplicas, Twitter at HeroicReplicas, the Facebook at HeroicReplicas.com. And there's also the website.
0: Amazing. Thank you. That was the yeah, smoothest. Thanks. Have that you done podcasts efficient. before? It was very smooth, that.
1: I uh, no. This, this is my first ever podcast. Oh, my God.
0: Well, yeah. it's Impressive been a pleasure stuff. to journey through it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, where can they find us? And where can they find you personally as well?
3: You can find us everywhere at Grief Burrito. And I mean everywhere. You look up, oh, everywhere. Uh, and you can find me <laughs> at the Mr. John Corps. You can, and you can find on me Twitter. at Has
0: Wild, absolutely everywhere. And remember, griefradio.com is now existing. It's out there in the ether where you can watch and like and watch all our reviews and all that biz. So make sure to go follow that. And if you watch on YouTube, leave a like and a subscribe. And we'll see you next week. So we'll see you later, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Farewell. <laughs>